Listening Dog Media. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Offside Rule Euro Show with Kate Vorsay, Lindsay Hooper and Hayley McQueen. Brought to you by HTC. Official smartphone of the UEFA Champions League and UEFA Europa League. Hello and a very warm welcome to the very first review show of the Offside Rule Euro Show. Brand new to your ears and we'd love you to dive in and have a listen for the next 20 minutes. Notice the dive reference as we're talking European (laughs) football. Uh, This of course will cover all things UEFA Champions League and Europa League and is brought to you by HTC. What else are we bringing you? Well, two lovely other female broadcasters to share their thoughts. Lindsay Hooper and Hayley McQueen. Hello, ladies. Hello. And actually, a third will be joining us later, won't she? Yeah, she will. Giving us everything we need to know about Champions League and random stats and fun and games. The mystery lady we're talking about, Kate Partridge, does a very successful Eurobytes blog on our website. Eurobytes comes alive with audio, fascinating audio facts from Kate Partridge, things you wouldn't necessarily know about the ins and outs of Europa League and Champions League football. And also Fallen Idol is a topic for today. Newly signed Barcelona star Thomas Vermaelen made a right old hash of parking his car. What other footballing gaffes can we find? Things that they should know how to do as our idols, as these top superstars, but they struggle with. Considering they own these fast automobiles, um, they don't often look after them very well, do they? Or they just abandon them in different places. I know we'll have more on that later, but it does surprise me how often when you've got a really expensive car that you can either mistreat it or just forget about it. These footballers, they sometimes they can't always get it right, can they? You can listen to us via Audio Boom. You can download us via iTunes. You can catch our YouTube channel, The Offside Rule TV, on Twitter at Offside Rule Pod. And of course, we're tweeting about every Champions League and Europa League game involving UK teams. OffsideRulePodcast.com is our website. And of course, the new European website, all fancy and sparkling new. It's OffsideRule-EuropeanFootball.com. I know it's catchy, but it does what it says on the tin. 
in. And what we're promising is that you'll be an expert by the end. At the moment, we've got Mina Rizuki, who gave us a brilliant blog about Roma. I learned so much from reading that article and we want to pass on this knowledge. We're not just keeping it to ourselves. I know Hayley McQueen's very generous when it comes to things like that. She likes to pass things on, don't you, Hayley? Who knew that Rudy Garcia played the guitar? That's all I'm saying. Okay, ladies, between you, you're going to be covering mostly the UEFA Europa League today, Lindsay. Hayley, we know that you're our Champions League expert, so UEFA Champions League for you. Let's run over the results of uh, all the action from this week. I love that I'm the expert. Well, here you go. Liverpool, they beat Lugarets, didn't they? But only just newcomers to the Champions League. The other English teams in action, Arsenal losing away to Dortmund 2-0. Bayern Munich, um, just a slender uh, 1-0 win over Manchester City, though. They knew that was going to be a tough one, the toughest in the group, uh, and they didn't manage to get any points from it. Um, Chelsea were held at home to Schalke. They should have done better against a side that they beat 3-0 home and away last season in the Champions League, but they drew. Uh, Lindsay Hooper, over to you with Europa League. I'm going to go with Tottenham Hotspur first. Bit disappointing for them. I'm going to bring them up a bit later. Um, Nil-nil against Partizan Belgrade. Uh, Celtic away at Red Bull Salzburg. Uh, That was a 2-2 draw. And Everton getting off to a flying start. They beat Wolfsburg 4-1 in a really tough group. Still got lots to do, but they've made exactly the imprint on the Europa League that they wanted to. I'm Gary Neville, and you're listening to The Offside Rule. All righty, let's go to our first topic then. You've heard the results, folks. So after this first match week of the Champions League and Europa League group stages, can you name one team who overperformed and one team that left you decidedly underwhelmed? And briefly explain why, please. Hayley, you're going for Champions League. Lindsay, you're going for Europa League. And I'm picking up sloppy seconds with anything that you don't mention. Uh, Hayley, over to you with a team who you were impressed by. Who overperformed for you? My theme is going to be uh, Spanish teams for underperforming and an Italian team that overperformed. I actually presented the Real Madrid-Basel game 5-1, brilliant, four excellent Real Madrid goals. But the one I'm going to mention, because of course we expect Real Madrid to do well in this tournament, was the Roma-CSKA game. Roma 5-1, same scoreline. Four of those goals in the first 30 minutes scored by Roma as well. They did it in style. The one goal that they conceded was actually the first goal this season that Roma uh, have conceded. It's a team that Ashley Cole is really excited about. He didn't get to play, though, did he? No, he didn't even come off the bench. It's the first time in the Champions League since 2011 for the Italian side. And the Roma manager, Rudy Garcia, who you mentioned a bit earlier about playing the, what was it, Kate? Guitar. Right. Well, the guitar man said he was up against the strongest group in Group E and he was worried about it. Uh, No need to worry because they absolutely stormed it. The the game was actually marred by a bit of violence, um, but in a side which involved Jovino and Totti putting away the goals. It was their biggest ever win in the competition. Excellent. I'm going to go straight over to you in the Europa League, Lindsay. Who impressed you? Well, we've had Hayley talk about Spanish teams and Italian teams. We know what's coming up next to, uh, from Hayley. Are you saying Hayley's predictable? I'm just saying that she gave, she flagged ahead, <laughs> like she does in her day job very well on Sky Sports News. Um, I'm actually flagging up English teams in both scenarios. So let's start then with the overwhelmers. I was overwhelmed by Everton. I thought they breezed past Wolfsburg 4-1 pretty convincingly. Um, 
And the star performer, Leighton Baines, what a game he had. Uh, he was superb um, against Wolfsburg. He scored Everton's third goal from the penalty spot, but he was heavily involved as one in the first two, uh, providing an assist for the second. Uh, Nicholas Bentner comes on in the second half for Wolfsburg. Um, I was waiting for that moment and I was also on Twitter ready for it. And of course, it didn't disappoint. Lots of messages, a barrage of tweets about Bentner. He didn't really do much. Everton's lead was never in danger. Uh, big thumbs up to Leighton Baines there. And uh, I think despite the tough group, Everton really excited me. I think they're going to go quite a long way in this competition. Yeah, if they can get past this group stage, I think Martinez really fancies this competition. And for my overperformance, I've actually picked out Celtic. Not because it was an amazing game for them, but because they performed better than I thought that they were going to. They sort of got to this stage by default, didn't they? Let's be honest. And no one really knew how up for it Celtic would be. But they did really well. Goalkeeper Craig Gordon was brilliant. He made some really, really good saves. Celtic took the initiative twice, were in front twice. And yes, Salzburg did level. And the last goal to make it 2 all was an amazing free kick from Jonathan Soriano. Must have been about 25 yards out. Soriano, by the way, top scorer in last season's Europa League. So he's one to have a look at. But in terms of how I thought that they were going to perform and how they performed, I really liked Celtic. Underperformance, not to depress everyone, but look, we need to point out when our beloved teams don't do what we think they're going to do. I'm going to start with Arsenal. What a load of annoying football from Arsenal, Okay, (laughs) That is an expert pundit's terminology, by the way. They look completely unprepared against Dortmund. They lost the game 2-0. It could have been more. Mesut Ozil, I mean, he was terrible. Not necessarily his fault. I don't know why Wenger's putting him out on the wing or putting him out wide. It doesn't make any sense to me. Towards the end, you can tell I'm quite angry about it, can't you? Towards the end, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain came on as a sub and Jack Wilshire were just just not passing with any effectiveness or any accuracy. It was so frustrating to watch. They don't look like a team who's going to launch a serious assault on the Champions League. Wenger's got to be criticised for not improving his defence during the transfer window. He really has. Anyway, I'm off the soapbox. I'm going to hand it over to you, Hayley McQueen, with another Champions League disappointment. Mine's Atletico Madrid. They beat Real Madrid in the big derby at the weekend just before this game. So Real Madrid got back in style emphatically with that wonderful win. Atletico Madrid didn't manage to do the same. Atleti were beaten 3-2. Okay, it was away. It was against Olympiakos, who are the Greek champions, but this is last season's finalists. Yes, they were beaten, but they're La Liga champions. Okay, they had the best defence in Spain last season, uh, one of which conceded just four goals on their way to the Champions League final. So there you have it. This is a side who have been brilliantly organised in defence, but they managed to concede three goals. It was really disappointing. Atletico Madrid, in complete contrast to Real Madrid, but I wonder if it's going to be Real's season in the Champions League and Atletico Madrid's season Mm. in La Liga. It's kind of all switched like that again. I think all English sides underperformed in the Champions League as a collective, with City losing, Chelsea just drawing against Schalke. I know Liverpool won, didn't they, Uh, Kate? But it was lucky against uh, Ludgaret, who we found out about them in the preview show. (laughs) We should have known that they were all right, actually, but Liverpool should have done better and Arsenal losing. And how uncanny that it came down to them losing, down to the goalkeeper in the last few minutes, again, for Ludogorets. Um, talking about 
underwhelming teams in the Champions League in terms of English sides. Uh, we also had one, I believe, in the Europa League as well. Uh, you go into it as favourites and all eyes are going to be on you. I'm afraid, Pochettino, you need to live up to <laughs> the billing. Um, Spurs, they look so unconvincing in their draw with partisan Belgrade. Nil-nil away from home. They made all of that trip. Do you know they failed to register a single shot on target? They did dominate possession. I'm not going to deny that, but they failed to have any creativity or anything really going in the attacking third. Um, thank goodness for Jan Vertonghen. That's all I'll say. Good old Jan. Uh, because Partizan, they were actually pretty good on the counter-attack and it was him that thwarted all their chances. Uh, Pochettino, he fielded a starting 11 that didn't even resemble the team that took on Sunderland. So it goes to show that Premier League's a priority, Europa League isn't. And in my mind, that means that really they shouldn't be favourites because they're not placing any importance on it. Check out the European football section on our website, offsiderulepodcast.com. Important news, if you've not cottoned on to this, is the competition that we've got in association with HTC to win a pair of tickets. What a good prize this is uh, to see Manchester City's first UEFA Champions League home game of the season against Roma on the 30th of September. Just tell us which striker across the board will have the most impact in the Champions League this season and why. You can tweet us at Offside Rule Pub with your answers. Pop on to the website, either the main Offside Rule website or the Euro one, all the details of course to come later on. But you can enter for free online and give us your opinion on why that particular striker will have the most impact If you're tweeting us, by the way, we would love you to hashtag your entry with HTC Offside. Good luck and terms and conditions can be found on our website. It's time to head over to the lady with the quirky facts. She's quite a quirky lady, actually, but I love that about her. Who am I talking about, Lindsay Hooper? She certainly is. And it's Kate Partridge. She leaves no stone unturned. I'm going to trust her in this one as well. We're going to learn something different about some teams, some opposition uh, in the Champions League and Europa League. Let's see what she's got. Eurobytes with Kate Partridge. The British sides might have made a stuttering start on match week one, apart from Merseyside's top duo, but others across Europe hit the ground running. Rudy Garcia's Roma hit the ground in a Bugatti Veyron, scoring a speedy five in 50 minutes as they ran over Russian champions Tesca. Ashley Cole was an unused sub in the 5-1 romp, but former Arsenal hitman Jovino was, well, a hit, scoring twice just as many goals as he'd notched in 11 games for the Gunners. Tesca fans drew flares the riot police intervened, but the laurels at the Stadio Olimpico went to Roma. Watch out, Manchester City, you're next. Anything an Italian side coached by a Frenchman can do, a Spanish side managed by an Italian can match. Carlo Ancelotti's defending champions, Real Madrid, fresh from a derby defeat by Atletico and languishing in 13th in La Liga, produced a 5-1 masterclass against Swiss champs Basel. Perhaps somebody told Los Blancos they were playing Barcelona. Football legend has it that their famous Blaugrana colours come from the red and blue of Basel, whose former skipper, Joan founded Barca. Either way, it was a red and blue flag to a bull as Bale, Ronaldo and Benzema charged towards goal. While in Western Iberia, the stars collided. With Jose Mourinho warning all to beware Portuguese teams and Diego Maradona lauding Algeria's talent, new winger Yassine Brahimi was the man of the moment, nabbing a hat-trick in Porto's 6-0 crushing of beleaguered Belarusians Bate Barisov. 
but there were also the mini-victories. Tiny Maribor, the Slovenian champions with the same ground capacity as Brentford, snatched a late 1-1 draw against former champion Sporting, thanks to the two Zahovic's. 18-year-old sub Luka Zahovic equalised in injury time on his Champions League debut, 13 years after his sporting director dad Zlatko played in the final for Valencia. In the Europa League, 69 goals flew in, making up for Tottenham's 0-0 draw at Partizan Belgrade, whose nickname is appropriately the Steamroller and their ardent fans the Gravediggers. Unsurprisingly, they play in black and white. And in a footballing variation of six degrees of separation, what about this? FC Salzburg drew 2-2 with Celtic, who'd briefly been in the Champions League, despite being thrashed by Legia Warsaw, who won 1-0 at home to Dutch side Lockeren, who'd qualified by knocking out Hull, whose best ever season last year included a maiden win over Liverpool, whose former boss Gerard Ullier is the global head of football for Red Bull, who own FC Salzburg. It's a small world. And that brings me to Nicholas Bentner. When asked where he thought he would go after Arsenal, the confident dame replied, Real Madrid or Barcelona? Perhaps a different sat-nav is in order, as the destination was Lower Saxony and Wolfsburg, beaten 4-1 by Everton. The Europa League finals in Warsaw, not Walsall, just in case anyone's planning ahead. Get the latest UEFA lineups, stats and news on the HTC Football Feed app. Available for free on Google Play. Whilst we're talking about our European reporters, Mina Rizuki, you mentioned this earlier, but a quick plug for her for her blog on our website, offsiderulepodcast.com or offsiderule-europeanfootball. There's a great blog from Mina there on Roma. Second topic, ladies. Final topic, fallen idol, poor Thomas for Marlin. Just when you want to look cool, when there's loads of fans standing round and you're arriving at one of your first days at training, the cheeky Spanish give you a parking space that's like two inches by two inches. And that's all the space that you've got around to fit your car. And if you're anything like me in a supermarket car park, I start to sweat profusely if I'm not in the parent and child space because some of those spaces can be pretty tight. Multi-storey car parks also get me. (laughs) So we'd love to know other everyday examples of footballers making gaffes. They can be car parking related, fashion related, anything you like. I'll hand it over to you, Hayley McQueen. Well, you mentioned former player there. I've got current Arsenal player, Danny Welbeck, who, when he was at Manchester United playing in the Europa League, turned up for an exciting trip ahead to play against Ajax in Holland and forgot his passport. Went through the hassle of getting a friend to go to his house to let himself in to get his passport to bring it to the airport. Then what happened? Nani had forgotten his passport as well. They just didn't want to play in the Europa League. I don't know why. Used to playing in the Champions League, of course, but silly, silly boys. Well, I'm glad you dived in there with things forgotten. I found a few brilliant ones, including Southampton players, but I'm not really allowed to mention them. In fact, Kate Borsay's already given me the eye because I did just mention them briefly. Um, the parameters of this topic, um, as I read them, and correct me if I'm wrong, Kate Borsay, they have to have featured in the Champions League or Europa League or have some connection. Thumbs up, yes. Thumbs up. I get a thumbs up. Um, so I'm going to go down a couple of different routes. Um, I'm going to go with a manager, a couple of managerial just mentions. Jose Mourinho picking up dog poo in a park in London. It was when he first joined Chelsea. Um, and imagine, because as ladies, we all we all like shudder in horror, don't we, when we read things like Heat Magazine and you see the circle of horror. Can you imagine Jose Mourinho just gets here and sees himself picking up dog poo? Um, that isn't too glamorous, is it? And equally, Steve McLaren, when he went to FC Twente, putting on mm. the very fake Dutch accent. I found that highly amusing. So those are a couple. 
It is amusing, but you do do it whenever you're away in a foreign country and you're trying to explain something to a foreigner. You naturally adopt the accent, so it's it's just so easily done. Well, you mentioned Thomas Vermaelen, of course, signing for a new club and trying to make an impression. Well, what about when Gareth Bale signed for Real Madrid? Like when you start at school and you're, you've got your new pencil case and your <laughs> shiny new school bag and you've polished your shoes while it was his first day turning up at Valdebebos to go and train with his new players and Ronaldo was there to greet him and they were strolling up to the front door of the training ground with uh, Ronaldo had his designer toilet bag underneath his arm Gareth Bale was there with a white carrier bag (laughs) photographed the new Galactico turning up with a 5p carrier bag with all his belongings in it seeing all his styling nowadays because he has sort of modelled himself on Ronaldo hasn't he he'll definitely have the designer toiletry bag now Uh, let's talk about Jermaine Pennant has played of course in the Champions League Europa League Um, while on loan at Real Zaragoza this is driving related, by the way. He parked his Porsche at a railway station and just left it there. Five months later, he returned back to England and Zaragoza gave him a ring and said, uh, you know the car you lost? Pennant's like, what? I lost a car? You owned a Porsche, Zara- Zaragoza said. No, I've never owned a Porsche, Jermaine. But yes, Jermaine Pennant owned a Porsche, parked at a railway station, completely forgot about it, returned to England and was then told by the club that they had located the Porsche that he never knew he had. To top it all off, it had a personalised number plate. How can you forget you own a Porsche? I mean, forgetting where you parked it is fair enough, I suppose. But yeah, completely forgot that he had the car. Five months. Five months it was there for the taking. If I leave anything for five minutes in London, it's gone. Adam Lalana, people do fall foul of planning permission every now and again, but you'd have thought if you were going to install a pretty large AstroTurf pitch in your garden and have to get sort of stands and various things built around it, you might want to apply for planning permission. £40,000 later, Lalana had this wonderful AstroTurf pitch, which was apparently to be used by his kids. Hadn't got a joss of planning permission, though, had he? Another fail there. All right, well, on that very charming note, I'm going to remind you guys you can get involved with our competition with HTC. Hashtag HTC Comp if you're going to enter by Twitter. We want to know which striker is going to have the most impact in the Champions League this season. You can also enter via the website as well. You can download us via iTunes, listen to us via Audio Boom, and of course, you can interact with us via Twitter. Always a good way to get involved at Offside Rule Pod and the various websites too. Everything that you'll ever want to know, well, kind of, about European football. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Quick challenge, you need to say goodbye in a European language, ladies. I know you find this exhausting, Lindsay Hooper, because she's only, well, she's not really got any European languages to her name. What have you got for me this time? Hang on. Au revoir. Au revoir. Don't use them all up in one show. Well, I'm stitching Hayley McQueen up now. Hayley McQueen? Adios. Ah, clever. I'm going to go with ciao if we're talking about double use of uh, hello and goodbye. That's been it for us on our very first week of UEFA Champions League and Europa League football supported by HTC. You can catch us in a few weeks' time for match week two. See you later, folks. Thanks for listening. Terms and conditions for this week's HTC competition are on our website. OffsideRulePodcast.com Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.